Hey everybody, it's Scott Johnson here with the uh, Video Games Daily Show. I hope you're enjoying it. I know some of you are getting this now on uh, your uh, Amazon, or yeah, your Amazon uh, Echoes, and of course your Google Home devices, and that's awesome. So keep that up. I'll keep putting it there. Hey, they put a giant green lightsaber in the sky last night over Sydney Harbor in Australia. This isn't really much of a game story, but you know, Star Wars, it's everywhere. I'm not here to talk about the trailer, I'm not going to talk about what a porg is or any of that. But uh, if you like Star Wars and you, and you and you looked skyward while you lived in Australia, well, then you got quite a sight, quite an eyeful. It's promoting the upcoming Last Jedi film, which comes out in uh, December. It's a little ahead of time, aren't we here on this thing? Anyway, uh, the company put a 60-meter version of Kylo Ren's lightsaber in the sky over Sydney Harbor. If you don't know what's uh, happening, it's probably a very strange sight to behold. Was suspended by a helicopter, featured 10,800 uh, hand soldered LEDs to create a strong red light that could be seen throughout the harbor. Disney also used optical imaging technology to project an image that could be seen in 360 degrees to alert fans, of course, to the fact that tickets were now available. Anyway, anybody in Australia see that? Because I'm super curious about it. Was it dumb or was it cool? All right, I promise video game news coming up next. Fortnite's doing all right now because of their Battle Royale mode. I told you guys I tried it and liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. I felt a little guilty about that. I don't know how anyone else feels, but the other night they had 3.7 million players. That was on Sunday. They had a concurrent user base of 525,000. While that's not quite the record uh, that PUBG has set, technically they got there quicker uh, but on the coattails of PUBG success. That's how people kind of know about this. But anyway, that's a lot. 3.7 million players on Sunday alone. Wow. Anyway, that was on October 8th, I guess. Uh, those figures come, or cover rather, North America, Europe, and Oceanic servers. And uh, I would assume players over Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and the PC. Pretty huge, but it's even more evidence that uh, people are excited about the Battle Royale experience no matter where they find it. And uh, that's pretty impressive. Now, it still pales in comparison, like I mentioned, to PUBG. That game had an astonishing 1.93 million peak concurrent players uh, just today. So that's a big deal. Battle Royale continues to grow. It reached 1 million players on launch day in September. And as for the base game, Epic announced in July that 500,000 people bought one of the game's paid tiers just days after it launched. Uh, the game is available starting at 40 bucks right now on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC though the founder, or through the Founders Pack. Uh, in 2018, the game will adopt a free-to-play business model. Uh, as for Battle Royale, the game is completely free on all platforms. So if I want to get regular old Fortnite, I guess I have to pay for it. But if I want to play Battle Royale, I'm, I'm in like Flint anytime I want to be. I don't know if this scares them or not. I mean, they were a little freaked out at first and put out that statement that sounded like they might rattle some sabers and take someone to court. But maybe that's settled now. Maybe PUBG is safe. Maybe uh, maybe it's okay that every game from here on out is going to have a Battle Royale mode. Who knows? Good news, everyone. 
The SNES Classic Edition is back in stock at GameStop and Think Geek this week. Standalone units and bundles will be available next week as well. So if you're still looking for one, you're trying to hunt one down, at least here in the United States, you have two options where they can be found. GameStop and its subsidiary, Think Geek. Don't forget, Think Geek now owned by GameStop. A lot of people forget that. Beginning today, October 10th, GameStop and Think Geek retail locations. I didn't know there were Think Geek retail locations, by the way. That was news to me. They don't have one here where I live. Lots of lots of GameStops, though. There's no guarantee these stores are going to have them in stock, but uh, they are saying uh, call your local store and find out if they're available. If you can't get them that way, uh, this seems to be a sign that Nintendo's going to be making more. So I don't think this is going to be like last year's problem, but whatever. It may still be hard to get, but you may eventually get one. Uh, if you're still wondering whether it's worth the fuss, there are a bunch of reviews out. Most think pretty positively about it. I think I've got a line on where to get one. I had somebody get some extras and maybe selling me one of theirs, which I'm pretty stoked about. Time will tell. And if I do get it, I'll review it and talk about it right here on Video Games Daily. Activision stock got downgraded by an analyst for the first time in nine years. Oh. Uh, Cohen and Company is the group. Uh, Cohen and Company says it has a combination of worries over the stock. Anyway, Activision Blizzard, one of the biggest publishers in all gaming history, uh, has had a very high writing, uh, high stock writing time. What's the way to say that? They've been doing just great. Okay. But uh, this analyst uh, sent this worry out to a bunch of investors. As a result, they downgraded it from its outer perform rating to a lower rating. And like I said, it's the first time in nine years that's happened. They believe that investor expectations for Activision's performance in fiscal 2018 is too high. Based on conversations with Cohen's clients, the firm believes industry expectations of overall industry growth of 12 to 13% year over year is highly unlikely. Oh, I don't know, man. Video games are weird that way. Uh, in terms of specific concerns, Cohen said the Overwatch League, which starts up in earnest in December, may not be the revenue monster that investors were hoping for. Some investors see the Overwatch League as adding significant revenue to Activision Blizzard's bottom line, but Cohen says it's too early to say if this will be the case. Um, one thing's for sure, Blizzard and Activision are all in on this, so whether it, whether he's right or wrong, it's happening. Anyway, they say that the uh, he believes the first Overwatch League season will be a big learning experience, in quotes, with better results later down the road. Indeed, Activision has spoken openly about how this first season is laying the groundwork. They're going to learn a lot from this. That makes sense, right? Anyway, overall, he says it remains confident in Activision's core businesses. This year, Call of Duty World War II should outperform better than last year's underperforming Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. It's so funny hearing like smart guys in suits talking about video games this way. It's always been a little bit weird. He also acknowledged that Activision stock could stay strong, especially in uh, light of Blizzard announcing, or not really announcing, but accidentally announcing through the job site that they're making a new title, potentially a Warcraft or Starcraft game uh, for mobile devices. We don't know what that MMORTS is yet. They have yet to announce those titles, but uh, BlizzCon happens in November. We're less than a month away, so I'll be there. I'll bet they're going to announce it. Anyway, uh, they'll release its latest quarterly earnings report on November 2nd at which time the company will disclose key revenue and performance metrics. Uh, we'll be checking back in then to see how Activision 
slash Blizzard is doing.